Hello everyone, and welcome to your uncle's beach house, episode 49. One minute to midnight! That's so true. 50, it's midnight. <laughs> that's, that's, yes. Um, threw me off, I'm Jackson, I'm joined by M. Hi, it's some manga time. Yeah, we're done by Rick again. Hello. It's the Akira sub-series of, um, of the, your uncle's beach house. Oh, you mean you mean your uncle's beach house episodes forty nine point A B C D E and F? I would never do that. I would only no. call my episodes the numbers they are. I feel like it would get too confusing if you did something else. Anyway. I agree. I agree. I've, you know what? I agree. I sit here before you and tell you I believe that is true. You should not do weird sub numberings in your podcasts. I'm being really rude to fuck up your door right now. Oh, I was uh, complaining about... I thought you were making a dig at when I wanted to do that with Unreal Mapping. You're making a dig at the Homestuck podcast. I wasn't making a dig. We I was are not the same. I was just self-conscious of of uh, the difference. If because, Michael yeah. Lutz is listening to this, one, hi, Michael, and two, love we love your show. <laughs> the podcasts are good. But in 2014, you numbered all our... You, we had Unreal Mapping numbered as like four different things, and I was like, this has to stop. I was so fucking number. dumb is the thing in 2014. I don't know one thing from another thing. And yeah. you were like, we can't do that. And I listened to you, and I, you, I was right to do so. You were correct. You remain correct. That's why I don't do it anymore. Done. One hey, the, uh... um, if you're listening to this, and you're one of the people at the Beach House tier, and you're like, I think I'm owed one. Please get at us. <laughs> yes, uh, we have basically got everyone locked in for the like proper yearly schedule that yeah. will be true going forward but then but we kind of forgot the part where there might be one or two people that we still have to do before the end of the year and yeah. if that's you if that's you you've got two months <laughs> and, <laughs> you got and we, and we will do our best in these two months to make sure that we do everything but we would really like to once the next year ticks over be on the monthly schedule yes uh, so do not feel bad about yelling at us or even clarifying even if, you, if you're not sure i can i can check for you um, yeah, there's only like there's, there's like a half dozen of you. Most everyone squared away. There's like a couple people it could be. There's like a couple outstanding, one, like one or two outstanding yeah, ones. A couple people who people. haven't got back to us, uh, but and they're not able to this because they fall on face the earth. We're trying to get a hold of them anyway. The beach house <laughs> schedule, other than Akira, is just like kind of nothing until whatever our Christmas special is. And I say that not knowing what it is because last year we knew it was going to be Transformers months in advance. We have no idea this year. I want to do one, but I don't know what it's going to be yet. I've we've been come, going back and forth. We've had we've multiple been, ideas. Now we've all been shooting dumb. down each other's ideas. Again. <laughs> I was saying this all. No, don't talk about it. And you're like, no, okay, I won't even talk. I'll like, oh, we'll just cut bleep that. I had it. Anyway. Right? Yeah, I can bleep that. Yeah, you can bleep whatever you want. You can bleep me talking bleep the whole, whole podcast, podcast if you want. <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> It'd be miserable. Um, <laughs> God, this is why we don't record in the evenings because it's always like this. Um. Yes. Hey, Rick. Hello. You were you were supposed to be on this morning. Yeah, I slept in. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's totally fine. This is very funny. I think it'll be out before the VoIP life, so, so uh, you know. Almost certainly will. But I, I set my alarm like for like to make myself have five hours sleep so I can get up for a quarter. And then Rick was on sleep. I was like so jealous. I was like, well, let's just do VoIP life. And Jackson's like, are you sure? What if they come back? What if it comes back in five minutes? I'm like, then, we'll, then it'll be really funny in the VoIP life bit where we just get started and have to stop again to go record the other podcast. <laughs> Got the whole podcast out. If we had waited, Jackson would be mad. I would have been like, we could have gone. It would have been a, right. it would have been a fight. I'm but I would have made fun of Jackson thing. for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind I mean, of the the dynamic it wouldn't have been a fight but i would have made fun of you 
Uh, but yes, we're here. We have read the second volume of uh, Akira. Um, if you're reading to... the epic vol, like uh, uh, singles, it is what is it seven to eleven, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, who wants to do the summary? I can do it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so picking up from last time, everyone gets taken to the facility where they hold all the kids. They have an adventure there, and then they all go see Akira. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also I'm also always going to see Akira. <laughs> oh, and then the laser fires, and then everything everything pops off. <laughs> um Well, it, yes, it is to be popped off next week. <laughs> a, 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 right. <laughs> a, a giant orbital laser shears off uh Tetsuo's arm. So, you know. Bad times. Good times, bad times. Bad times for Tetsuo, but fuck that guy. He sucks. I like him a lot in the first half of this. I feel like I'm not like I Tetsuo's not a problem, right? Like he's not like he does things that are rash or whatever. He's not that different than Kanada. But I don't have a sympathy for this character archetype of like the 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 person who just wants a chance to prove themselves and has morphed that into like a really toxic thing where they just gotta beat everyone into submission and prove that they're better than everyone else. Um, so I just think he sucks. I don't think I I mean I think this, the point is that he sucks. I don't think it's yeah, like yeah. and there you can sympathize with it and still think he sucks and you can be like me and think that he just sucks. Um, but he sucks. The textually sucks. Canada also sucks. Kind just doesn't have the big psychic gun pointed at the human human like humanity that he could fire. Uh, if he did, he'd suck too in the probably this exact same way. I mean, he just walk into a building with three kids who immediately want to kill him. Yes. <laughs> like from page one, they're like, okay, so how do we kill Tetsuo? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, <laughs> they have all been like internalizing the, the colonel's ideology for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. Just hanging around being like, we got to control Acura so no one else can. It's got to be us. Um, the, the, I mean, we talked about this last time with the like difference in how the Tetsuo account of the stuff is culturally and in the movie compared to here. Uh, but you're right. Like the, the reason Tetsuo, like the, the reason this character archetype is often sympathetic is because the hero is usually that but just good and there's yeah. no real difference between them and so the, like the the tension watching the thing is like well this guy is bad because he's the villain i guess but the thing he wants is just the thing the hero has and blah 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 but th- I, I, this comic's not about that uh, canada's just hit around <laughs> especially in this volume he's doing nothing he is not it is not a shonen rivalry right in that dynamic at all no um no and we talked about that last time, but the way that gets extrapolated into this uh, volume where um, he's just there, things are happening that he has no context for, uh, characters that he perceives start like taking on radically different contexts um, around him in ways he has no ability to perceive because of all the psychic shit that starts going on, and like, you know, the, the girl's starts getting possessed uh and starts distrusting him about like because she still thinks he's being shitty and uh, like you know flirting with him when he's touching her and he's like i i am literally being led around by a psychic possession i've got no idea what's happening here right now <laughs> uh and it's just really good the way that uh it expands out from the setup from last time yeah i really uh, like uh the doctor in this well first half two and the second half because he's in so far over his head Yes. And he's incredible because yes. he has like notes from like people that were his like bosses, assumably. And then he's like, so I know all this stuff, but I don't know all this stuff. And I want to know all this stuff. And it's like, 
And they talk. The, the best part is that they have a conversation about Akira next to the psychic kid who's behind glass. <laughs> you can't just do it. <laughs> it's that that scene's really good because they, they have that conversation that like uh, pa- panel to panel zooms back uh, to mm-hmm. show the. Um, Tetsuo is perceiving all this knowledge that they're having, but then the discussion, like in the in the text, so like in the panels, we see exactly what has happened in terms of how he's gained his information. But then in the text, the conversations they have, they don't understand that he just listened to them talk. They're like, no, not at all. Did he do this? Did he perceive? Like, did he sense a care? Did he did he perceive this from this? like they they have no idea that he just like listened to them. Uh, <laughs> like Tetsuo is super powerful, and he is like they they can tell he is going to be more powerful than Akira one day and has this potential, but they don't know what that means so it leads to situations where they're more likely to believe that he has touched him with the oneness of the universe to feel truths beyond them rather than just overheard them <laughs> yeah and then yeah K gets becomes more important in this volume than Kaneda, Kaneda for the first half yeah because she gets possessed and starts teleporting through walls and uh in the the escape and it's very cool because the the comic plays it very like like loose about like what's happening in this moment like i was like oh is she is this just gonna take a far left turn and it turns out like all the kids are gonna be psychic in this version um and then it is revealed that no that is not what is happening but you get a good 40 pages of not knowing that yeah yeah she gets like lost in the walls and then everyone starts yelling about where she went and then which is there's some really funny translation differences between the two volumes and those bits <laughs> he says um, blithering nincompoops in the marvel one and you idiot in the dark horse one <laughs> yep uh you're showing some of the uh the panels and like the lettering differences the, the yeah. effort put into the lettering in the original uh epic books version is really good um it's i don't think the lettering's bad in the uh modern no version. it's really good but it's it's not like you know. I mean, we talked about it last time. They they made this into an eighties comic, and it just looks great. They had all the right people on it. It looks fantastic. Yeah, and then she goes to murder Tetsuo. Uh, she and everyone else. Well, she starts with a pistol. Yes. Yes. Uh, that actually that scene where where she she tries to kill him, and then he wa- that scene where he walks out and like starts chasing after people is where yeah he start. I really start liking Tetsuo a lot. As that character, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I I think so because like his setup is all the stuff with um Canada, but in this volume it really drills into like no one's told him anything, no one's explained <laughs> why he should care about Akira or why he shouldn't like the colonel just yells at him. The doctors try to use him because they're doctors. This girl comes in and tries to shoot him. Uh, he has no context of what's going on, and no one's tried to just explain to him why he should do something. Uh, and so he feels very, like, deliberately reactionary in all of these uh, uh, in these scenes, because especially, like, the, the, the driving thrust of these scenes is everyone is taking action to prevent the prophesized awakening of Akira. Um, and all of the actors they take end up making it happen, right? It's classic mm-hmm. one of those yeah. stories. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think it's really good at showing that, like, the, the harder you try to, like, force this, the worse you're going to make it. And every, like, every character does this in a little bit in their own way. It's not one person's fault. Uh, it is uh, a whole disaster of things going off. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's there's a bit too where she first uh was where they teleport the first time and then they're going back to the doctors watching it and they're all like trying to like, classify what she can do as like cause they have a whole system built up about all these kids they've been training and experimenting on for like the past 30 years they're like is she a d15 teleporter like it's all like old x-men comics basically like trying <laughs> to figure out the power levels of these kids as they run around this place it's really funny <laughs> Actually, that reminds me, uh, the, one of the reasons I wanted to bring Otomo to this in the first place was, uh, do you both remember uh, the end of Oweitha Mestine when they flashed back to the Institute? Oh, yeah. That had, like, such huge, like, oh, they finally hit Otomo in, in um, Gundam timeline vibes to me that I had to bring this stuff to the, this this show, finally. Yeah, that no, sense. that's fair. Yeah. Uh, the stuff I like yeah. about that is uh, that um, Tetsuo as a character, now that he's escaped, is like, once he gets out of the facility, and it's like a great shot of him, like, falling down, like, the skyscraper, basically, with his psychic powers. He just has this, like, easy self-confidence that is, like, the, the exaggeration of the things that the teens already had, like, before all this popped off, right? Where they're like, they're out, we own the city, no one can harm us, we're gonna live forever, we're 15, and that's what, however old they are, that's what they believe. Um, he's just that, he walks up to that, the, the, the base underneath the Olympic Stadium, just in a coat. Like, he's not, like, prepped for anything, he's just hands in his pockets, he's like, I'm gonna walk in and no one's gonna stop me, and, uh, he is correct about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it's once, really once good. Te- once, once he teleports, he gets very confident about what he can do. Mm-hmm. And it, that seems actually really funny because that's that's Ryu and his friend going to work for the first day, and they get told to go patrol <laughs> right before Tetsuo walks down the the path. Yes. <laughs> that guy's always just one second away from getting killed, and then he miraculously does not. Love it. <laughs> um. Other plot points we should mention. Uh, there is a subplot with a g- guy in suit. Um, oh, yeah. A slimy Adachi motherfucker. I mean this in the like <laughs> shitty way, not the young detective way. Uh, he saves them from the from the place yeah the spy right yeah, yeah. he's the spy yeah. yes yeah. Uh, he's like oh i'm i'm the resistant spy and you should take me with me they're like we super don't trust you but okay uh you are helping us <laughs> um and then they go down into the uh fucking shadow moses basement where uh um i uh, love Akira the lives. part where they're walking through the sewer stuff from volume one and they're like this is way harder it's like yeah you broke through here like two days ago they put up a bunch of fences and like like alarms and stuff so you wouldn't so people wouldn't do this again yes uh, reusing that space for like another like infiltration scene but now it's like not an action set piece because there's just too many doors is good i love it i love that especially with the infrastructural stuff of like you, this is how you sneak into things. He's like, oh, could we not have it do this a different way? And you get the sense, like, no, we've snuck into places through the sewers a hundred times. That's just what you do. Um, because they're and underneath and they're connected to things. Mm-hmm. Just the bit where it's like, are we tripping the alarms? Are they tripping the alarms? Are they tripping the alarms? No one knows what's going on with the who's tripping what alarms. Because yeah. everyone's trying to break in at the same time through different accesses, which all leads to um, them all crashing together onto the elevators. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I know, like, it, I feel a bit self-conscious when I say, you know, they're in the Shadow Moses base because the actual answer <laughs> is literally every anime and manga and game has stolen from Akira extensively. Uh, it, 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 this is one of the sources. It's the other way around. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's just a really cool elevator. That's all. 
it gets cold in the same way. It's the same. It's identical. <laughs> oh, yeah, the cold part. Right, we're getting there. <laughs> uh, Tetsuo's going to have to, like, change the PAL key temperature. <laughs> <laughs> to the lab room. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there's the spy... And then he like ditches them once they get down there. He finds another guy, and they have like a will- knife fight. <laughs> well, that that's the guy from Volume One who stabbed yes. him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they have they have the-, the knife fight again, and <laughs> then they get like super like shot because everything's kicking off at this moment. And like, hey, you don't understand. We're like the guys having the knife. Remember the knife fight? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know the the plot of the, the comic. The best part is that during all the like the Tetsuo waking up Akira stuff, like it just cuts back to a panel of those two guys standing on like a piece of metal, like about to have a knife fight, and they're like, "Why do we keep coming back to these guys?" It's, <laughs> it's really amazing. good. It gives the world so much texture, and not in a like now I understand the world building way. Just like different people are using this crisis in different ways. No, not everyone has the grand perspective on what we're going to do with the world. Uh, sometimes you just have to have a knife fight. And perhaps one of my favorite pages in the entire comic is um, it's late in this volume, and it's the one where Tetsuo arrives at the bottom of the elevator, and it just goes, it just starts gong sound sound affecting while he the elevator comes down to the level, and yeah. in the in the Marvel one, uh, the last one's bleeding, the so, where it's ong and the end is it's, the sound effects are all bleeding. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. And then a couple pages later, there's a page where the doors open, and then it's cut with a panel of. Uh, Kind of and Kate looking over as Tetsuo walks in to that widening door. They're both such incredible pages, just framed up and down. They're so perfect. Mm. Good comic. Yeah. yeah. And then Akira wakes up. Yeah. Well, Tetsuo, yeah. We, and that's also cool because that's also like, un, you don't know who's exactly causing that because like everyone's shooting at Tetsuo. Tetsuo's walking closer. There's people in here for the first time in probably forever. Mm-hmm. So, and then, yeah, Akira wakes up and all the cooling starts leaking. And, and Akira's uh, here, who's not in the movie. <laughs> no, he's just, uh, just a little boy who climbs out of that thing and uh, seems to just be on it, like, automatically, like, trying to climb out. And uh, Tetsuo's like, yeah, well, let's go, kid. <laughs> I'll take you out of here. Now I get to be the big bro. The scene of that doctor freezing death is also really incredible. Yes. The way the art changes on his face as he like gets more craggly and more like, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially with like the, the people inside the room shutting down the like the the uh the barrier and he outside. It, it's so good. It's such a good action scene. Uh, he, he does get to see Akira right before he dies too. Yep. Little little brief glimpse of what he was looking for the whole time. Going DJ mode. <laughs> Um, and then they, they climb out, uh, Kay and, Kay and Kanada also get out seemingly like, oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> guess, community. I guess we're just going to head for the sunlight. Like everything seems fucked down here. Let's get out of here. Oh, and the other important thing we, we skipped over a bit is that, uh, the, when, uh, everything's breaking down in the bunker, one of the scientists slams the martial law button. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> a level seven alerts. <laughs> <laughs> which closes the entire city out and everyone's forced into bunkers it looks like mm-hmm. and the, yeah and then we go back to uh that's when um the colonel takes over and decides to shoot that kid in the head <laughs> with the space laser yeah what if we just use soul they're like what's soul it's a laser in space turns out hard to hit like a a, a child a with a laser in space it's meant for like shooting down bases and airplanes not people so they just kind of miss the the shot of it like lancing down and like hitting the like 
side of that hill and just like vaporizing it. It's incredible. The first page where it shows up and then just like you see the light over Tetsuo's head and then the yes. next page is just it pulls back and yes. just this big ass beam from the sky is just yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, and then they then they failed to do the one thing they were supposed to do with the giant laser, which is kill Tetsuo and Akira. And then they fire again. <laughs> yeah. Tetsuo loses an arm, but uh, it seems Akira seems like he's landed closer to uh, Canada and uh, Kay, and I assume they're going to just like steal him away, be like, oh, we're going to protect this little kid, and uh, off they go. Once again, Canada's taken one more thing from Tetsuo, so... I guess there's one other bit, is um, we get a bit more of uh, Ryu's boss and his boss. Yes. Uh, Lady Miyako, who is mm-hmm. number 19 of the other faction that we don't know much about yet, but they're they're here now. Yeah. Yes, because uh, they have their own like psychic who's been connected to this, uh, and she's she's great. I like those scenes, and they haven't like, gone into it much. But every time it cuts back, and she's like, and they're like, should we should we evacuate? She's like, no. I mean, it, it's going to end the world. <laughs> what does evacuating do? <laughs> We're going to evacuate too. Uh, um, I... We just should just chill while we can, and see how this goes. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I, whatever happens, evacuating is not going to help. <laughs> I, I love too the the two guys knife fighting. The way their story ends is that uh, they show up and they shoot the guy who's on their team but dressed wrongly, and then yes. they yes. save the other guy. He jumps up and tries to knife him while he's hanging on, and then so the one of the guys on the helicopter is like, "Oh, screw it!" and then shoots both of them off of the helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> you guys can go fight in hell or whatever. What he says. So <laughs> good. So good. An amazingly dumb subplot. They have like twenty pages over these two volumes, and they're just like. Ugh constantly nagging each other and knifing each other it's great <laughs> i just love the like oh we don't trust you like when they he does interface with the plot that like they give him the correct suspicion of this guy's up to something but the thing he's up to isn't like a grand uh i was working for x betrayal he's just ha- he's just got his like hyper focus on his own shit <laughs> yeah he just wants revenge Uh, yeah, I think that's everything except for, uh, I guess we made, uh, Kay's friend or aunt. I can't, I don't remember what she is, but Chico is there for a bit, mm-hmm. but that's everything. Yeah. That's volume two. It's very straightforward. Actually, this one, Yeah, but it's cool. I just, uh, wasn't expecting everything to pop off quite so hard. I was like, oh, we're going to dawdle around until we get into like, but, uh, Akira's up and about. <laughs> Which, yeah, is not in the movie. So I'm so excited what happens for in volume three. Um, I mean, I assume we're going to actually get to interact with Akira, which is exciting to me because uh, not a character in the film, Akira. Yeah, I'm really interested to watch the movie once we're done with this. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, this comic is already just radically different. I, d- I just, this is like part, also the part of the movie Akira, which I just don't remember. So we're going to get. I remember there being a big base escape sequence, but I don't remember Kay getting possessed. And it might happen, I just don't remember it, right? Yeah. They do, most of that happens. The laser rifles, all that stuff is mostly okay. what happens. Runs out of batteries, all that stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie's a space much laser like a in the movie? Film. I don't remember there being a giant space laser. There is. Okay. The Good. space laser bit where... Um, it starts, like, breaking up the base, and they're like, oh, it's breaking up the base. And the general's like... 
the base exists to protect Akira and he's fucking gone. I don't care if it's breaking up the base. <laughs> Why do you people not know how to secure the bag? It's he's, so funny. He's so good. I love him so much in this book. He's just <sighs> so driven to just kill this kid. Yes. <laughs> Which I guess, like, I get, I, like, it's, it's clear now, right, that Acura is the, the cause of what happened in the first volume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I just I just can never tell when that becomes actually like clear, clear. The World War Three started because this kid blew up, basically, and they put him underground. Yeah. That's why he's here. Because they're like, oh, for 30, it's, it's for the 30 sign years. of the Yes. I love Which, that, like, because they, they, they... I love how often they have to call it the side of the old Olympics and not the, the side of the new Olympics and not the place where the bombs drew, dropped, right? Yeah. Which I guess I didn't thought of until right now that um, like Takahashi and those other kids are all like 30 years mm-hmm. older than they appear to be. Because mm-hmm. they're all like young, they're like smaller letters than he is, right? They're 26, 25, and 27. Yeah. And he's 28, so that means they're all like 30 years old kids, or actually like small, huh? I never thought of that till now. That's interesting. Yeah, and then there's the bit, uh, like the the big end moment is when they're helping the Akira, and uh, you know they they uh, see. I think it's, I think it's just maybe might just be K, but like you know they see the number in his hand, and they're like, oh, it's him. <laughs> oh yeah. shit! And then Tatsuo's arm goes away. Um, well, He'll get a new one. I hope he doesn't have. <laughs> Would be convenient for him if he had the ability to grow more flesh. I can't see that going wrong. Yeah, no. What if? What if he just grew a giant arm instead? What if it just got gross and weird? That was a part two where he got shot and he was like better. Like three pages later, he's basically. <laughs> yeah, he's just. It's also unclear, like, because Tetsuo seems to have like all of their powers. Like he teleports, he reads people's minds, he heals. What's weird because they 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 imply that like part of that is because he's resonating with Akira. So like, uh-huh. how much of that is him, and how much of that is like tied into just being like a a mirror of Akira's powers? I guess yeah, we'll find the, out. The doctor has a talk with him where he's like, "Oh yeah, like like some people are artists, or some people are like athletes. Like this, these powers develop differently for people. So like um, Takahashi's the one who goes invisible." The girl reads minds, or and does the future stuff, and then I don't know what the guy in the wheelchair does. Probably just the same stuff, but whatever. Yes, we'll get to that in the future. Yeah, good, good. Which comic. is going to be sooner than everyone thought. <laughs> That's true. Oh yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, we want. I want to read. I was like, damn, I want to read the next volume right now. So we're going to next week. We're back. Episode 50. Volume 3. Akira. That's it. That's the announcement. We're doing it. I want to read more of this goddamn comic. Then we'll probably take a break because we have to do abnormal mapping week after that. Shit. But we'll be back. We'll be going through this probably pretty quick. We'll uh, definitely be done by the end of the year. So. Yeah. Six no worries about any of that. Hell yeah. Akira. Yeah. That's what it's called. So. What do you think is going to happen next volume? Like I said, I think they're gonna. I think I think Kanada and Kay are gonna take Akira away, and we'll get Ak- maybe Akira backstory if he's like 
communicative. I guess I don't actually know about that part, but uh, Tetsuo will see this as a slight because uh, he's definitely surviving this and uh, going to go after him. Got to re- reignite the rivalry that doesn't really exist right now. <laughs> Everyone's kind of been kind of busy, but um, that is, like it is like the thing the movie adapts, so it has to be still part of the plot. <laughs> <laughs> yes and to be fair tetsuo being like oh i could i could be the the big bro to this weird psychic kid and then kanada scooping him up accidentally and being that instead um that's pretty good i like that mm-hmm. uh, well yeah we'll see yeah. um i'm excited for the resistance to be like we've got a psychic child what should we do with him and everyone going i have no idea i, I mean I don't the, know. the existence is run or the resistance is run by a, a psychic lady so she's gonna know what to do with him and uh, might just Marshall, be like oh we gotta kill him he's too scary so i don't know we'll see i guess martial law is also still on so there's gonna be some fun uh yeah martial law from tekken's gonna show up <laughs> <laughs> is that that's not no that's i'm thinking something else what are you thinking of I was thinking of King. I was thinking of who's the Lion Man. I was like, no, that's King. That's King. Martial arts just a guy, right? Yeah. He's the he's the fake Bruce Lee guy in Tekken. That's because every name. fighting game has their own version of a fake Bruce Lee. They did back in the day. I don't think that's necessarily true anymore. Name new fighting games. <laughs> Guilty Gear. <laughs> Even that's pretty old at this point. But fair <laughs> enough. Blaze Blue. God, I guess there hasn't been like a new one since in this decade. Jesus. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Rick, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Combatler Rick V and Discord, I guess. Yeah. I'm around. You can find me at Headfalls Off on Twitter.com. You can find the podcast on me and I'm doing at abnormalmapping.com. Uh, go listen to a bunch of good ones there. Uh, you can uh, find me on Twitter at em underscore being. You support all of our podcasts at patreon.com slash mapping. If you would like more comics uh, stuff from me specifically, my, me and my friend Autumn have a show called Gotham City Limits. comes out every Monday, mostly. Um, you can find the export odd.io slash Batman um where we we're watching batman the series and you're like that's not a comic book most of it's talking about comic books i'll be honest we the batman the series is like a framework on which to hang reading batman comics on and that part's delightful you just love the batman i do that's the thing is i do love batman the batman by matt reeves coming out soon i don't know if i love that or not yet we'll find out we'll see uh we're no we're not that different you and i <laughs> she doesn't say the you and I part, but she does say we're not so different. I groaned. Um, it looks it looks kind of bad. There's things I liked about it, but yes, it, it, it the, the Catwoman stuff with... specifically looks really yes. bad. Yes, I'm here for a fake Saw movie with um the Riddler. There's too too many. There's too many guys in every movie. Remember when everyone complained that Spider Man Three had too many guys, and now it's like a kind of a low number of guys for a combat movie. I mean, it's this, it's two guys. The thing about the thing about Spider Man Three is that the guys were dictated by the studio, and Sam Raimi wanted one guy, and they, he got three instead. This movie has four guys: Catwoman, the Riddler, Catwoman, the Riddler, and Penguin. Penguin's kind of in it, and that's it, right? I guess there's three guys. Yes. <laughs> And Batman. Guys. Yeah, Batman does not count as a guy in this way. You can't, you can't count Batman as one of the guys when the movie is called The uh, Batman. Apparently Falcone's in it too. Yeah, so. He's a guy. 
<laughs> I like I like Andy Serkis as Alfred. That's my highlight of the trailer. Great casting. My highlight Casti- of the trailer is I really like the collar on the bat suit. I think it's fucking sick. That's right. I feel like casting Alfred is the the thing you got. You know who has, what movies have a terrible Alfred? Uh, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Well, you can't say that about him. He's retired. Or not. He's not, ret- he's not retired. He's not retired, Master I'm not Wayne. Retired. <laughs> there are too many members of the Wayne family. People he think went I'm off retired, into that but actually, night. I'm ready to work whenever anyone wants to hire me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a week for episode 15. Goodbye. <laughs>